Hello, this is Priscilla Rice, and I'm coming to you from Live Oak Recording Studio. This week, we're going to have a rebroadcast of one of our earlier classic podcasts. We hope you enjoy it, and thanks so much for listening. Episode number 588. Want referrals? Don't bore me to tears. You're listening to the official BNI podcast with BNI founder and chief visionary officer, Dr. Ivan Meisner. Stay tuned for networking and referral marketing tips from the man who's been called the father of modern networking, along with suggestions and insights into getting the most from your membership in the world's largest networking organization, BNI. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the official BNI podcast. I'm Priscilla Rice, and I'm coming to you from Live Oak Recording Studio in Berkeley, California, and I'm joined on the phone today by the founder and the chief visionary officer of BNI, Dr. Ivan Meisner. Hello, Ivan. How are you? I am doing fantastic, Priscilla, and I have a good friend uh, that I'm interviewing with today, Charlie Lawson. Charlie is the co-national director of the BNI in, uh, of BNI in the UK and Ireland. He's uh, really proud to be part of uh, developing people and businesses that change lives and, and enrich communities. Uh, but what I think is really interesting is that despite running BNI in the United Kingdom and Ireland, Charlie is, by his own definition, an unnatural networker. Uh, he says most experts talk about networking as though it's easy to talk to strangers, but Charlie is uncomfortable talking to strangers, and he helps other unnatural networkers gain confidence by putting networking across from the point of view of someone who'd rather avoid it completely. Uh, Charlie, it is really a pleasure to have you uh, on on the on BNI podcast. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, I, I am definitely an unnatural networker. And if I can uh, avoid talking to strangers and chat with my mates, then <laughs> that's much easier. But yeah, it is a nice angle. It's a bit of an elephant in the room when I do whisper it. Yeah. And, you know, it, with BNI, it's all about relationships. So it, it, it it's a little bit easier. Look, your topic today is so want referrals, don't bore me to tears. Um, mm. And I love the title. It's a great title. And it's really all about storytelling. So uh, tell us about uh, storytelling. Why is it so important? It's one of the pieces that we don't talk enough about, and I'm really happy to have you on. Charlie, go ahead. Yeah, pleasure. Um, yeah, I, 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 I genuinely anyone to think back to their last chapter meeting. Think of the weekly presentation. Were they all captivating and interesting? Were they, did they all grab your attention? Some will have, I'm sure, but I would imagine not all of them. And if you think back to any networking event you've been to, it could be a BNI meeting, it could be somewhere else. How, was the, how were the conversations there? Were they, were they all engaging? Did they all grab you? Or did you actually find, really, do I have to carry on with this conversation? Was I being bored to tears? And I think this is something for me as an unnatural networker. It, it's a hard enough for me to go out and talk to strangers in the first place. If I think that I'm boring them to tears, I'm, I'm very conscious that I want them to be engaged in the call. I want to be liked. I want to, you know, an introvert wants to make it's got to be, you've got to make it as easy as possible, effectively. So I want to really know that people are, are listening. And I found that stories are a much better way to do that. I'm probably appropriate, given we're talking storytelling, to, to share a quick story. The story about Dina. Dina was a BNI member in Yorkshire in the north of England. And she got a call one February uh, afternoon, about five o'clock in the afternoon in February. Um, if you have ever been to Yorkshire in February, you'll know that five o'clock in the afternoon is cold and dark. Uh, it was also raining that day. But when Dina answered the phone, she could tell there was a lady on the other end of the line who was very obviously uh, quite upset. There was a lot of commotion. She could hear kids uh, sort of running around and, you know, making a noise. And there was a lot going on. And she said, well, what's going on? How can I help? 
Dina ran a letting agency, so she was helping people get it put, put in accommodation, uh, not buying uh, a property, um, but you know, more than short term, uh, you know, not 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 uh, not just a, a overnight uh, accommodation. What she was trying to do, uh, the lady who called her just said, well, "I've got a real problem." It turned out she'd been chucked out of her house by a partner, and her partner had literally said, "You better go and find somewhere else to live," and chucked her out with the kids. And she was calling Dina, just going, is there anything you can do? I, I know this doesn't usually happen at short notice. I know usually there's contracts, there's inventories, there's, you know, availability of a place. It's, I need somewhere to stay tonight. Dina managed to source her a, a property. Not only that, she was able to, in the short term, circumvent the due process and say, look, let's just get you in the property and we'll source out the, uh, the, 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 the details tomorrow when, uh, when it was possible to do it. But not only that, when she was just about to hang up the phone and say, look, there's, there's the details, but I could just come to this property, she said, hang on, where are you? And it turned out Dina had literally been chucked out of the flat by her, by her ex-partner. She was standing on the roadside with her kids in tow and a couple of suitcases and a couple of boxes, and she had nowhere to go. She had no car. She had no way to get there. Dina got in her car and said, I'm going to come pick you up, took her around and took her to the place. Uh, where she managed to sort, sort, sort the property out. My question for anyone is, would you refer business to Dina? And I should imagine the answer for most people would be, well, yeah, what an amazing service she offered. How, you know, she, she was, A, she was able to do something at short notice, which I appreciate you're not always going to be able to do, but she was just compassionate. She was caring. She wanted to help. When she realized that there was a real grave situation there, she was able to make a real difference uh, to, uh, um, to this lady. Well, let me, let me just jump in for a second, Charlie. I, I, that's a great story, and, and I want to break it down just slightly. Um, Go on, yeah. What Dina, what Dina did was she established the setting, and i got to be honest, what you did with Dina's story was establish the setting. You laid out the crisis, and then you described the solution that she gave and, and, and how she was able to take care of that, that uh potential customer that I'm sure became her customer. That's what makes a great story. And nobody in that room would be bored to tears. I can't imagine anyone's going to be bored listening to this podcast. That's a great example of a a Keep going. I mean, when you you hear weekly presentations, you hear networking conversations, and it's, it's so often not like that, though. It's, you know, take the letting agent again. A letting agent might be saying in a networking conversation or a weekly presentation, well, I can, I can offer short-term lets, I can offer last-minute solutions, I've got a great range of services, I can offer inventory service, I can do this and do that. That doesn't sell the, the, the service of the letting agent. What sells the service of the letting agent is the fact that we know we feel comfortable referring them. And that's where storytelling is so powerful. It's not just it makes it more engaging and it's more interesting to hear and you, know, you, you, know, you, you, you enjoy the, what, what you hear more, it actually makes us do something with it. It becomes memorable. And when it becomes memorable, it becomes, you know, it's the sort of thing we bring back up in a future conversation. And next time someone asks me about letting agents, well, who am I going to think about? I'm going to think about this because I heard that powerful story. And then I start to break it down and start to think, what's the difference then? If I'm listing off my products and service, effectively, that's just not the information that we need to make referrals. We're assuming here we've got a good relationship. Once we've got a relationship, you know, that's a prerequisite for networking, obviously. You've got to have a relationship there. But once we've got the relationship, we want to give our networking contacts the tools to find us referrals. Um, and yes. listing out our 
products and services doesn't work. What we really need to hear is two things. How does the client feel before you do the work? I mean, what's the situation they're in? How are they feeling about life? You know, generally in that situation, there's going to be some level of emotion. And it's very careful. You've got to be careful here. Often when we think emotion, we think sadness because that's an, an, an obvious uh, emotion. But there's all sorts of emotions. Worry, anxious, feeling angry, uh, feeling happy, feeling... Well, there's all sorts of different things. All, all of those are different emotions. Let's take uh, Dina's cl uh, client. How was she feeling? Well, she was feeling scared, uh, very worried. She's got kids running. You know, how is she feeling? That's a horrible situation to be in. And what we've got to try and do when we're telling our stories is put it across from the client's point of view so that emotion comes through. That's when you get the visceral connection to a story. Because, okay, we may not have been in that exact situation before ourselves, and of course that's quite an extreme story. I, I get that. But it's, the, it's, the, it's that visceral connection that makes us just feel, oh, God, the poor lady. How did, what happened? How, 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 did, how did she get going? How, you know, what, what was the, how did the story end? Then we don't need to hear what, Dina actually did, you know, in terms of the due process she actually did to get the get the the the, um, the, the lady into a flat. We don't we, we don't really care about that. What we really right. care about after that is how did the person feel afterwards. And I refer to right. here to uh, to a good friend of mine, Andy Bounds. He's uh, he's spoken uh, and I've been to, uh, in, in various, but certainly in the UK and Ireland and and, uh, and in other countries as well. He talks about he's a sales guy and messaging guy. He's particularly sales though, and he talks about the afters. You know, you don't buy a product for the product, you buy a product for what the product gives you. I'll try and give an example. You don't buy a pair of glasses, you, you buy sight. So it's, the, the sight is the afters, if you like. So the afters in this case is how did the lady feel afterwards? How, you know, what, what's, the, what's the situation result, or, you know, the, the, the resolved situation, if you like, that you can then feel comfortable to refer on. So where, when you're focusing on stories in your weekly presentation or when you're having a networking conversation, think about it from the client's point of view, not your point of view. When you put anything in from your point of view, you'll just sort of kind of say what you did. And if I tell that Dina story from the purpose of what I did, well, I received a call and then I had to, you know, I realized I had to get somewhere last minute and I had to find up, this, uh, look up a list of accommodation. I managed to find that and I did. It's just not interesting. When we no. hear it from the client's point of view, that, when we don't, we, we get an engaging story. We don't bore people to tears and also people start to do something with it. Well, we're, we're almost out of time, and, and I want to give you a moment to just give a, a wrap-up comment. But before I do, I want to just repeat for everyone who's listening, two key factors here that Charlie just shared with everyone. How do, they, how do people feel in, in, in your networking meeting? How do they feel uh, before you turned up in their, in the, in their presentation, that your presentation that you're giving? You want to describe how did people feel before you turned up, and then you want to talk about how they feel after you did the work. Those two things are key, and I'm really happy that you're on this podcast to share it. Charlie, any, any closing thoughts before we wrap up? Yeah, I, 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 I think we, we, we cover it. It's the importance of story. I think storytelling makes you more interesting, more memorable, and crucially, more referable. And that's, what we're, that's, what, that's why we go networking, isn't it? That's why we go to BNR. We want to build our business through referrals. Uh, we've got to give our fellow members, our fellow referral partners, tools to find us referrals and I think storytelling is a great way to do it and you know don't bore, bore people to, to tears when it comes to your networking I love it Charlie and and everyone who's listening to this you got to share this with members of your chapter education coordinators this is a great 
uh, educational uh, slot. Uh, share this content with uh, with your BNI members. Remember, facts tell, stories sell, and the stories are what um, gives that visceral feeling that you're talking about, Charlie. Thanks so much for being on the BNI podcast. It's a real pleasure. Absolute having pleasure. You. Where do you, Priscilla? Okay, well, thank you both very much. I think that's it for this week. Thank you so much for the great information. This is Priscilla Rice, and we look forward to having you join us again next week for another exciting episode of the official BNI podcast.